snap for uh, no reason other than I fucking spaced the timing. Because, you know, that's that's how it goes. That's how it goes sometimes. You know, as long as, long as the clap is good, the, the snaps are just to recalibrate. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Usually we're really good about claps, honestly. Like, we're fucking on point, like, every week, I feel. Because, uh, like, when I go into edit, like, I literally just sync up the clap, and no matter how fucked up the snaps are, like, we're almost always, like, perfectly synced. Conversely, the snaps are almost always fucked. Yes, it's incredibly funny, actually. I think it was two weeks ago where I, like, forgot to do the first two snaps, and then I did three <laughs> in a row immediately, and I was like, mm. That's not going to be, like, that's not actually going to be helpful <laughs> on the sound file. Why did I do that? It was not, but it was very funny, and it made me smile. So, you know, that that's how it goes. I, um, God. This, this was a weird week, but, you know, I got through it. I am, listeners, you're going to have to bear with me, because I'm getting used to being on ADHD medication once again. Um, so I, while I do feel more focused and like more functional as a human being, I'm still weird. Uh, I, I, I feel like I feel better than I was feeling for a long time, but, uh, it, it is still very weird and something to get used to. <laughs> so now you get, you get to like grapple with the sensation of like, wait, why am I not being distracted yeah no like it's very strange because like even though i was like looking at other things like i normally do and like trying to find stuff to do with my hands while you were telling me for like 20 minutes about stranger of paradise i was still processing everything you said and i it, it was it was wild to actually process that and understand what you were meaning and it not just being background words and that's not to say i don't pay attention when you're talking to me about stuff it's just sometimes my brain can get lost in the sauce, and I don't process everything. Yeah, I think it's important for me to mention, you shouldn't feel bad about that at all. I have three different, like, fidget toys at my desk that I <laughs> almost constantly play with during the podcast. Brain I'm... just needs things to do. Of course, it, it needs things to do. Um, I realize... I did not discuss this with you prior, Sam, but I have decided this is the week where I'm going to uh, I'm going to come out about something, as it were. Uh, so you may have noticed, <laughs> listeners, that at some point during the podcast there was this big reveal where suddenly uh, I, I was going by Cinna, uh, and. Didn't really drop much other than a name change and maybe some pronoun changes in there. I'm not going to go too into it, but for lack of a better, uh, for lack of, for not going into it, I am going to just go ahead and say, I am part of a system. That is just how it is. We are a system. Cinna and I, I'm Lily, are different people. Like, that's just how it goes. Uh, I'm just gonna come forward about it because I, frankly, don't really feel like I have reason to hide it. Like, I, I used to, but I don't anymore, and I'm just gonna be upfront about that because I think it would be a bit freeing for me to just be upfront about who I am. So, yeah, hi, it's Lily again. I've been around sometimes in the background of podcasts, but, uh, it has definitely not been... It's been a situation where it's just like, I just don't want to make things complicated, so I'm just going to say I'm Cinna every time, uh, because I feel like just randomly changing names wildly whenever one of us is like hanging out for the majority of the time would be very confusing uh, to people who, you know, don't know. <laughs> I think so, it would yeah. lead to interesting, like, dark lore pot about the podcast, and people <laughs> would, would get to discuss it and try to figure out what's happening. Yeah, of course. Like, see, I did think about how fucking funny it would be to just, like, 
throw in like some fucking meta narrative in our podcast and like do some bullshit there so like having that be a part of it would be pretty cool it would be kind of funny but yeah no that's just how it is i'm here that i've i've been around for like a couple weeks again i i was kind of just taking it easy i guess for lack of <laughs> better terms to go into it without going like into specific without going into specifics about oh hey i have this disorder or i i function this way like yeah no i was just i i've been around just it, 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 situations brain weird that's that's as far as i'll go into it i will from now on probably just be saying when i do the hey you're listening to it'll wash out I'm your co-host, Lily. I'm just going to probably do whoever the fuck's around. That's how this is going to go now. You're probably going to hear some names, and you're probably going to be like, okay, that's a new name. Uh, I will probably include, like, pronouns in the descriptions, just because we have different pronouns. But yeah, no, that's just where we're at now. Yeah, so welcome back. This is It'll Wash Out, and I'm your other co-host, Sam. Oh yeah, I, I guess I did just do the intro there, huh? All right. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for the welcome. Uh, God, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy just because, like, while I don't think these episodes were amazing by any means, like, they didn't bore me as much as last week's episodes. Like, I had a good time with them. They were fun. Well, one of them was fun. One of them was fun. Uh, I assume we're getting on the second one that had some less than fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not that it's not fun. It's that the 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 second episode is kind of like last week's episodes, where I'm like, I mean, I guess this is fine, but also, if this was all the show was, I wouldn't watch this show. Yeah, I I I feel you there. Like I I had a fine time with that episode, but we're we're gonna have to get into it. Uh, it it will be a time. I am certain. Without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right into it with episode 146. Her name is Nell, the appearance of the stranger Ronkar. The gang is shocked to see a little girl running from some weird little hollows, and as Ichigo bashes one, another screams out for his brother. The gang has these hollows in their grasp, but the little girl begs them to stop picking on them, pulling down her hood to reveal her own hollow mask. Ichigo is surprised, and the girl apologizes that their game of Eternal Pursuit would cause such a misunderstanding. Good intro. Good intro. <laughs> I really love, like, all of these doofuses, and she's just like, Yeah, I'm sorry, we were playing, like, Super Tag, and he's like, You, you were crying, though, and he's like, Yeah, it's no fun if we don't keep going till I'm crying. She explicitly here says... In the third person, Nell is a bit of a masochist. It's no fun if Nell isn't being chased to the point where she cries a little. And at this point, Ichigo bonks one of the hollows, asking what they're teaching this kid? I really- like, Ichigo is not mad because they were chasing her until she was crying. They're mad that she knows and is aware of what a masochist is. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck have you done to this child? Yeah, no, like, it's great. I- I was very iffy on this bit when she first started saying it, and then he bonked one of them, and I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> um, after Uryu asks her, she confirms that her name is in fact Nell Tu, and she is in a wrong car. Um, she also confirms that the others are like a wrong car, not hollows, even though they really, really look like hollows. Um, they are her family, with the slim, bug-like one being Peshe. The big mask boy being Donda Chaka, and the worm being their pet, Bawa Bawa. <laughs> I love Bawa Bawa. I fucking love Bawa Bawa. <laughs> I, 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 it's also just fun to say Bawa Bawa is a really fun thing to say. I really enjoy it. I think the funnest name of the bunch, though, is Donda Chaka. Donda Chaka is really good. I, I, I kind of love all these doofuses, frankly. Like, they're, they're very good. Um, 
Ichigo is, like, immediately confused by this whole family situation, considering they, they like, are found family. And he's like, I don't think that's how siblings work. That's not... They're, I, I don't... They are the most hurt. They're, he's like, wait, are you a family? He's like, yeah, we found her and she was adorable, so we adopted her as our sister. And then the other guy showed up and was like, oh yeah, and then I adopted them as my brother and sister. And she's like, that's not a family. How dare you? How dare you, Ichigo? They literally, like, g- shoot right into, like, an ex- they shoot right into an existential crisis when this happens, because they're like, what? We're not? Oh my god, what What are we? What? What is this? And they just are all freaking out, uh, and then Ichigo's just like, okay, no, you can be family, it's fine. <laughs> it's really good. It's like, it's okay, please stop crying. I recognize my mistake. <laughs> It was incredibly good. Um, so he, at this point, asks if they really are a Roncar, considering how different the ones in the human world were. Uh, you know, completely forgetting uh, Uryu's explanation last week. But also, uh, this is the point where Nell launches into a different explanation, which is that the Roncar that Ichigo saw in the human world were all numeros. Or hollows that were greater than Minos Grande when they had become a Roncar. Uh, they all go by two-digit numbers and follow the Espada. Uh, and Nels says that they aren't trash pests like us and my gang, basically. It's... I, I'm glad we have this second explanation that, like, furthers what's going on here. However, it felt incredibly unnatural the way they brought it up. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, so... Th- you know, they turn into humanoid people, and we're more monstrous, so we're less good at fighting. So we're over here, the bug trash gang. I I love them. I'm very happy that this is how this is going. Uh, my favorite part of this interaction is that she then goes, What about you? You look even less like an Aronkar than I do. And, you know, with that black kimono and that big sword... And then Pesce's like, kind of look like a soul reaper. And then Donda Chalk is like, he kind of looks like a soul reaper. And then it flashes to like black and white as they all have this moment of realization. And Nell starts like tearing up and nervously asking their occupations. And Ichigo's like, I'm a soul- substitute soul reaper. My name is Ichigo Kurosaki. is like, I'm a Quincy. And Chad just goes... I'm a human. <laughs> and Nell's group freaks the fuck out as they see the sudden appearance of bad guys who are coming to kill them. Enemies and bad guys. It's really good. <laughs> I do love Chad just being like, I'm I'm just the guy. <laughs> my my favorite part of Chad being like, I'm just a guy, is that Don Tachaka, I'm pretty sure, has, like, the same nervous reaction as everyone else does to the Soul Reaper and to the Quincy, to the fact that Chad's a human. (laughs) (laughs) It's incredibly good. I'm just the guy. A bad guy. (laughs) Uh, So obviously they're all freaking out because these bad guys are here to kill them, but Ichigo's like, no, no, we're we're not gonna kill you. But the group is too freaked out, and they start huddling and start planning on how to take the Soul Reaper gang down. And Nell tells them that if they aren't bad guys, then they should play Eternal Pursuit with them. And when Ichigo's like, what are you talking about? She just, like, steals his sword and runs off. (laughs) I love that Uryu at this point is like, damn, he got his- did he really want to play this game? He got his sword stolen, like, super easily. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it took like 30 seconds for Nell to make that jump. It was incredibly good. Uh, Ichigo starts chasing after her and yelling at her to come back. But Nell is like, oh, well, you'll just have to beat me up and make me cry. And then Peshe and Dodo Chaka start chasing Ichigo. And as Chad and Uryu are making this comment on like Ichigo getting his Zanpakuto stolen, then Baba Baba starts chasing them. And it's just this whole train of eternal pursuit. <laughs> It's really good. Just everyone's having a, a boatload of fun. Well, the Aronkar are. The Soul Reaper gang, mm, not so much. Uh, but Ichigo notices that there's like a twig 
or something in the desert and knows that Pesha and Dondachaka are about to, like, trip. Uh, and so he jumps forward and grabs Nell and pulls her out of the way as Peshe, Dondachaka, and Baba Baba all trip and fall onto each other. <laughs> uh, he asks if she's okay, and she's, like, so surprised that he saved her from being squashed. And she's got, like, stars in her eyes, and she's just like, oh, wow. And her eyes get all big. Uh, and then Ichigo's like, well, okay, bye, <laughs> we have to go. And then she, like, starts getting upset and asking if they're trying to run away after, like, being mean to them. And Ichigo's like, I'm sorry, but we are in a hurry and we can't play with you. And Nell starts crying and being like, you should have just killed us instead of toying with our feelings. But then a voice just rings out and is like, well, I'll kill them instead. <laughs> And then a giant being of sand rises up, and a massive hollow that Nell calls Runaganga, Guardian of the White Sand, just shows up. He's just the big sand man. He's the big sand man. Um, this is probably the part of the episode where I got, like, a little less interested in what was going on for the majority of it, because I just did not care about this hollow. Um... But, like, that's just me. It's not, like, terrible by any means. It, it was just, like, not really what I wanted from this episode, I think. You weren't blown away by the charisma of Runaganga? No. Not at all. Uh, Runaganga decides to kill all of them because Nell's family is associating with the enemy. Uh, but Ichigo pulls out a very quick Getsuka Tensho. As it turns out, cutting sand in half. Not really all that effective. Nell has to explain this to him, and he gets frustrated, and battle ensues. He's uh, like, why didn't that work? And she responds with, why would it work? He's made of sand. Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? <laughs> it's really good. It's, I'm really glad she explains this to him. It's, it's incredibly good. Uh, Nell starts getting sucked into a tornado. She's saved by Ichigo. And they just can't figure out how to defeat the sand. Uryu and Chad are like, I know what'll work. If one attack wouldn't work, maybe three altogether would work. So they do this combined attack, and it looks cool, and it seems to get the job done. Psych! Now there's a pit in the sand, with Ichigo telling Nell not to let go of him. The gang is at a loss as to what to do, uh, before Nell is like, well, he has a weakness... And Ichigo's like, tell me. And she's like, but you're bad guys. I can't tell bad guys' weakness. And Ichigo's like, Nell, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then she's like, okay, his weakness is water. Uh, which, of course, sand, weakness, water. It makes sense. It's just, it's how it goes. Yeah, and he's like, we're in a fucking desert. And she's like, yeah, that's why he's the guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's pretty good. I'm I'm glad that they're just like, oh yeah, big desert sandman. His weakness is water, but there's none of that because it's the desert. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty. It makes sense. Uh, Runaganga opens his mouth wide to frightening degrees. It is terrifying. It is genuinely like a thing that spooked. I was like, oh my. I was typing <laughs> my notes, and then I'm just like, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> Take a moment. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, it is like. It is the thing of nightmares, because he's got, like, a normal, like, hollow mask, like, kind of regal face, because his head's, like, kind of a castle that kind of also looks like a crown. Um, but he opens his mouth and, like, unhinges his jaw, and there's just a bunch of spiked teeth in there, and it's really scary. <laughs> um, he he's preparing to eat all of them, but suddenly... A flash of ice comes through, and he gets frozen, and he falls over and shatters. The camera pans, and Ichigo looks over to reveal that Rukia and Renji are here, and the crowd goes fucking wild. I love that it's like, you get the blast of ice, and you're like, oh, could it be? And then the camera pans over, and it's Rukia, and you're just like, hell yeah! And then also Renji's standing with her. Yes. I was... I was so sure that it was Hitsugaya that was here. Like, genuinely. I was so sure it was Hitsugaya. And then it panned over to Rukia, and I was like, Yeah! Yeah! This is what I'm talking about! That's my girl! She did something. 
She did something. She did a thing. Uh, we cut to Soul Society, and it is it is explained that uh, Riki and Renji have disappeared from their barracks and come of their own volition to help. Uh, my favorite part of this interaction is that Ichigo starts running to them, and like we get a shot of Ruki and Renji like staring at him, smiling, and it's all a happy moment. And then he gets close, and Rukia punches him right in the face, and then tags in Renji like in a really good animation. And then Renji also punches him in the face, and it rules. I love it. <laughs> The tag in before the second punch is really what makes this. A- well, the first thing that makes this is really just like how warm and caring their smiles are. It's like, ah, yes, yes our good friend Ichigo, we are here to protect you. And it's, just, it's like zooming in on them. It's like, oh, this is sweet. And then the punch to the neck, like right, right in the throat. And then the tag out. And then the next punch. And it's like, yes, this is everything I could have wanted from Bleach. Everything about this bit is fucking incredible. Just, like, I I do think the tag-in is what really makes it for me, because they could have just easily done the, like, punch and then another punch, but it's the fact that Rukia tags in Renji very visibly, and then Renji punches him. That's just, it, it shoots the bit to incredible levels. It's so good. Um, basically, at this point, Ichigo's on the ground, Rukia starts calling him a fool and being like, why didn't you wait for us to come back? Ichigo says, I didn't know you would come back. And Rukia's like, bro, a fucking course we would come back. We had planned to from the beginning. Why don't you trust us? Aren't we your friends? And like, it's, it's genuinely a good moment where it's like, yeah, like, I, I get what Ichigo's saying. I really understand why he didn't think they would come back, because they have, like, their duty that they're sworn to. But also, like, yeah, he should trust his friends. He doesn't need to take on everything alone. Yeah, I I really like this bit. Especially, especially just like, are you fucking... You didn't think I'd... Motherfucker. I will... <laughs> Do you want me to slap you again? Like... I, I really love here that she tells him specifically not to make her confirm something like this for him again. Mm. Like, they are friends, that's that. Like, I love that. I It's great. Um, Then she immediately notices the Iran car, and she's like, okay, who the hell are these idiots? <laughs> and they all introduce themselves and then shout out different group names at the same time. It's really good. It's incredibly good. Uh, the thing here is that they leave Bawa Bawa out of it for the first time, and then he's off in the corner crying, and they're like, oh, Bawa Bawa, no, don't cry, don't cry, come here. And then they do a second introduction that they also blunder, and it's really funny. Um, so the Soul Reaper gang starts to leave, and Nell calls out to Itsugo, uh, and... Tells him to wait and says she'll guide him to Los Noches. Uh, and she seems like super fucking jealous of Rukia because I do think, unfortunately, they are going the like. They're not going the route where like Ichigo saved her and like she is a child, so she's looking to him as like an older brother figure. I think, like, I do think they are going the route where she is like a little kid who has a crush on Ichigo, and I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, well, it it also plays into, like, you know, she knows words like masochist. When he was leaving, she was telling him, Oh, you shouldn't have played with my heart. You should have just fucking killed me. Uh, you know, they're like, Nell, Nell, the humor around Nell, uh, which I don't particularly find funny, mm-hmm. is the fact that she is a child, but they're treating her like a sitcom, like romance person yes so so, like she pulls out all these sitcom jokes and it's like haha a child shouldn't know these words but it it just falls flat there there are bits interspersed that i think are funny like i do i do like the masochist bit if only because i like the follow-up after of ichigo being like what are you teaching this kid because like that feels like a reasonable response but based in the humor of it it is 
funnier because he bonks the wrong car. Yeah. But it, it, it is very much a situation of I feel like this child is going to probably be put into a lot of situations that are going to be very uncomfortable to watch that the show wants us to laugh at. Um, but I'm just not there with the show either. Like, I, I'm curious to see how it follows through, especially knowing what I know. Um, but that's just going to have to be a thing we see as it goes on, I think. Mm -hmm. at, at this point, they're like setting up camp and Ichigo asks where Rukia and Renji got their cloaks. And Rukia shyly explains that they were given to her, and they were told the deserts of Huecomundo were rough. And she blushes as she explains that they were given to her by her brother. Uh, and I love this, because it shocks Ichigo, Uryu, and Chad as they're like, wait, that guy? That fucking guy? But Renji confirms that Byakuya helped them, since his only order was to bring them back to Soul Society. No orders were given concerning what comes after. And I love this. Yeah, he, I, was, he was like, yeah, I came to pick you up because I was told to, but it's not like they told me to like keep you here or whatever. Just go off, live your life, fuck it. It is the most Byakuya, like, using his captain power and ignoring, like... Being very literal with orders because he also doesn't believe that they shouldn't be going after Orihime, and he wants to help Ichigo even if he does not want to admit it. And I, I really like that a lot. I, I think that's great. Um, my, <laughs> my favorite thing is that Rukia says, he also said it must be unpleasant for Hueco Mundo to have that dingy boy wandering around. <laughs> Which is very good. Uh, Ichigo gets mad about this. Runaganga shows up again, and then the episode ends. The return of Runaganga. Sorry, Rukia, you didn't actually take anyone out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Why Why would Rukia get to do anything? Rip, right? rip, rip, rip. Rip. God, what was the post-credits bit this time, Sam? So the post-credits bit was just Gin, like, explaining the Iron Car. Uh, Gillians and Ajushas become less... They turn into... Slightly more monstrous Arankar compared to the Vaster Lordes, which is something, you know, the show's gone over a couple of times. Nell is just like a perfect human, but, you know, sometimes there's exceptions to the rule. It's very much like a wink-wink, nod-nod sort of thing that Gein does here, and I'm like, okay, like, I get it. Like, thank you. Uh, there's not really a bit here. It's just like, hey, here's that information we said, like, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, it's just a Ronkar encyclopedia, how that goes, you know? Yeah. And then as for the manga differences, the chap- so the chapter title, which is just a fantastic title page of the, the whole group just, like, doing a pose, uh, it does use the Great Desert Bros as their, like, canonical name. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness, thank goodness, I love that. Uh, also, I just need to share this incredible reaction shot from when they realize that <laughs> Ichigo's a Soul Reaper. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so this episode is like the—it's an honestly an impressive example of hey, we took a single manga chapter and we stretched it out like a ton because there is no chase sequence. Like, as soon as they go from, oh, fuck, they're Soul Reapers, Runaganga shows up. Okay. Runaganga doesn't have any, like, fucking whirlwind powers. Uh, he gets copped, he gets cut in half, puts himself back together, and then instead of doing a combo move, is like, what do you want me to do? My arrows don't kill sand. And Chad's like, <laughs> I mean, I'll hit him if you want, but... <laughs> like, both of them just clearly are like, that's not gonna work. And then he does the antlion pit thing. Um, I, I think both are good, honestly. Like, I, I, I'm not really hot on the Rinnegonga stuff in general, but, like, I think both work fine. Yeah. Well, it's like, in this case, it's just, okay, well, they used it to fill half an episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the wording of, Hueco, of like, uh, Byakuya's words, instead of being Hueco Mundo must be bothered by, like, that dude running around, it's let that little punk run around Hueco Mundo for a while and see how they like it. <laughs> 
That's that's even better. Honestly. I just love the idea of him being like, listen, when he was running around here, I wasn't getting any fucking sleep. It was miserable. The alarms were going off the whole time. See how Mundo <laughs> fucking likes it. That'll teach him. Fucking Aizen. Listen, I may have seven houses, but none of them are soundproofed. <laughs> yeah, I need to put the alarm in each one of them so it doesn't help. God. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, no, like, solid episode. I enjoyed this one. I, I had a good time. Uh, you want to cut the break? Let's cut the break. Let's get right back into it with episode 147, Forest of Menos, Search for the Missing Rukia. Uh, actually, no, before that, I do. Uh, I just remember it a bit from the manga differences that didn't change. Runuganga doesn't come back. The, the, man- the manga lets Rukia have her win. Thank God. Boo bleach anime. Because, <laughs> uh... Like, I, I feel like I don't need you to tell me this. This is a filler episode, right? Yes, this episode does not exist in the manga. Okay, this is a filler episode. <laughs> uh, or I guess a, a mini filler arc. Oh, great. <laughs> so, first, the Mano search for the missing Rukia. Nell explains to the Shinigami that obviously there's more Runikangas. He's just a dude made of sand and we're in the fucking desert. <laughs> Which I, I, I hate love. this explanation. <laughs> I think it sucks. <laughs> I love every time Nell's like, you're all stupid. This is obvious. I, I love that. I, I hate that they're just like, yeah, there's just more of him. I'm like, fuck off. Rukia tries to use her big ice move again, but since part of it involves stabbing the ground, she she just like reflexively stabs the worm they're riding on, which makes Buabo just like buck her off. <laughs> <laughs> And then she and the worm get sucked into the sand, uh, presumably elsewhere. We just see, like, it's all dark, and then we see a figure with, like, a skull face and a cloak. And they stand up, and they swing a sword a couple of times, and it's all cool, and it's all dark, and whatever. Whatever, honestly. Everyone except Rukia falls down into a large underground cavern with massive tree-like pillars, and Ishida walks over to the tree and he's like, Oh my god, it's a tree. (laughs) And when he's- Because he's the one who previously said that, like, Oh, the trees are, like, they're quartz, they're not actually trees. So when he walks up to it and he's like, Oh my god, it's a tree. I was like, Oh, okay, is he gonna say that, like, this is an actual tree? No, this is the same quartz trees, it's just- the giant trees are like, the giant trees go all the way up to the surface, and that's why they see tiny trees on the surface, because they're the tippy tops of these trees. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're in a forest and there's trees. Thanks, Ishida. It's a cool vibe, but like, thanks, Ishida. Like, it, it's nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> like, the vibe is cool, but definitely just him going over and be like, holy shit, you guys. <laughs> this tree is a tree. And I'm just like, what are you doing? We're in a forest. There's trees. Holy shit. Uh, all of the Menos, however, are just, or the Hollows, are all terrified because they're like, buddy, buddy, we are in the forest of Menos. <laughs> uh, basically, anything that's like Menos Grande level and lower live in the, this like large underground forest area while anything that's like an Espada or a Numeros lives up top. And, however, the Desert Bros just have no idea how to get back up. They've never been down here. They've, like, heard tales of it. It is at this point, nine minutes into the episode, that the group realizes that Ruki is not with them. Of course. Like, as you do, we always forget about Rukia. Always. So we cut to her waking up in a dark cavern, just, like, covered with a little bit of debris, and she immediately readies her blade against various eyes in the dark. She fights against numerous hollows, but they just keep coming. She sees some light in the distance, so she clears herself a path and runs to it, only to realize that it leads to a pair of Minos Grande, who immediately fire Saro at her. She goes, oh no, a Saro, and trips and falls on her ass and is about to get wrecked. So, it's... The the past, like, 
two minutes of this episode. I'm like, okay, are we about to get, like, an episode where Rukia, like, does shit and is cool? Because, like, I'm down for that. Like, I'm here for that shit. Because, like, she's doing some cool shit. Yeah, she's fighting off a bunch of hollows, and you're just like, yeah, you take on that horde of faceless hollows, hell yeah. And then she sees the Menos, and she- And she freezes like a deer in headlights. And then she just, like, the rock crumbles underneath her, and she's like, oh my god, Asero, what do I do? And, like, she looks like she's about to do something, and then she falls over, oh no! And I'm like, god fucking damn it, Bleach. <laughs> you were doing so great. <laughs> Uh, the mystery swordsman appears in front of her and carries her to safety, drawing drawing his katana and slaying both Menos. Uh, just like easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Thanks, Bleach. My favorite thing, when a man takes over for something Rukia can't do. With Ichigo's group, their theory is, oh, Rukia's light as a feather, so she was probably thrown, like, really far the fuck away. And Renji's like, yeah, that sounds right. And Ishida's like, both of you are fucking idiots. I hate you. <laughs> this you're both morons uh don't worry though bow bow has got a plan the worm is going to climb a tree and see if he can spot her and she goes like he doesn't have eyes and she just like <laughs> it does don't try to talk sense to them bow bow that's a great plan i'm also going to jump i also want to look at the surroundings so i'm gonna jump on your head and, and go there <laughs> chad also climbs on I do love them all writing Baba Baba. I will give the episode that. Yes, I am also a fan of Don Chaco and Peche and Nell just like cheering on Baba Baba for his brilliant idea. It's great. I, I love that. I love that for them. I love this group. Rukia struggles against her savior and eventually she manages to get out of his grip and jumps away from him. But he immediately like teleports in front of her. Like he flash steps in front of her, grabs her around the waist again and keeps going. <laughs> like, God damn it. He tells her to bear with him since they're almost at his hideout, and I will give him the compliment, his big, like, fuzzy straw cape is covered in several hollow skulls, and it looks pretty dope. Yeah, no, like, this guy looks fucking sick. Like, I, I'm glad he's, he looks cool. Um, I, mm, I, not a fan of, like, the way he is handling situations, but, you know... You take them, take them as you get them, you know? At night, question mark, question mark, question mark, or maybe, you know, just the afternoon or whatever, this is the hollow world, a sort of, like, council of hollows comment on there being weird energy readings in the forest, and also they get orders from Las Noches. Meanwhile, Rukia and her new buddy arrive at his hideout, where he's growing moss and mushrooms under a light made of keto, uh, which gets Rukia to say, hey... You're a soul reaper, aren't you? <laughs> okay, who the fuck are you? God. I do have to make the comment that saying at night in the hollow world is about as fucking effective as saying when it's raining on Camino. It really <laughs> it really is that kind of situation. Oh. <laughs> he introduces himself as as Ashido and then he attacks Rukia. He's really strong and super fast and, no, for real, he's, like, really super cool, you guys. Like, for real. Um, whatever show. <laughs> whatever. The show really wants us to think he's, like, the coolest fucking dude ever. And, like, he's got the looks for it, but I just do not give a shit about this guy. He should have kidnapped Ashita, that's what he should have done. Yeah, that would have been more interesting. Like, I, I could easily see, like, a really interesting dynamic of being like okay you're a fucking quincy like i i'm gonna take you the fuck down because you're a quincy but like i want it to be a fair fight or some shit you know like i can see that happening and that could be fun but no it's just it's rukia uh, from his vantage point up high ishida can't see the group of menos that he'd spotted earlier uh but then they're attacked by groups of flying hollow while renji and ichigo are facing off with an absolute mob of hollows on the ground the desert bros tell Ichigo to run because they are coming. And soon enough, yeah, a bunch of Menos Grande show up. Ichigo takes one down. Uh, he does do the thing where he teleports and then stands on thin air to do his move. And then I'm like, why is it a problem that the hole is so up high that you can't reach it if you could just keep teleporting and standing on the ground? <laughs> I guess the I have a confession to make. <laughs> Did you forget that he could do this? <laughs> 
No. Uh, the confession to make is in these last five minutes of the episode, I started skimming through. Uh, because I recognized it was filler, and I, like, it wasn't that I didn't want to know what happened, because I read the wiki, so I knew what happened, but I started skimming through, I'm like, okay, is there anything interesting? Because I don't fucking care about these Menos, I I would rather know what's going on with Rukia, because that's at least, like, more interesting. So I started skipping through until I got to Rukia, and then I was like, okay, we're back. And, like, this still isn't great, but, like, I enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah, like, Nell's group gets captured by a flying hollow. A bunch, like, a do- another dozen or so Menos Grande show up and start shooting lasers. Uh, Rukia, meanwhile, is fighting Ashido, asking if he only brought her here to kill her. And he knocks her down, saying, oh, is that all you've got? And I'm like, well, yeah, she's Rukia in, ble- in Bleed. She doesn't get to do any fucking thing. Of course not. Um, she does earn a bit of respite by, th- like grabbing sand and tossing it in his face, but despite her counterattack, the episode ends with him appearing directly behind her, his blade coming at her. I I am really, really hoping that when we open next week's episode, that it's like not her getting immediately stabbed in the chest. Um and I really hope that it's like Rukia actually putting up a fight against this guy and maybe even winning. I would like it if she won. Um I'm not confident in that, because this is Bleach we're talking about, but, like, that would ideally be where I want this to follow up. Now, would it be better for her to get stabbed in the chest, or would it be better for what I think is going to happen if... I also hate this, but this is what I think is going to happen. If the sword goes, like, right next to her cheek, does, does like, a little cut, and he's like, you're too weak to be down here. I, I I think the two options suck, is the thing. They do. Um, they absolutely do. But I do think I would prefer the latter, because at least then, you know, it would be like, oh, Brukia can actually fight back and prove to him that she's not weak. Because, mm-hmm. like, that would be okay. Like, I'd be okay with that. Um, but I'm, I'm just also not confident, just because I know what show we're watching. Yeah. Moving on to the post-credits bit, uh, Shuhei is freaking out because, remember, he's a newspaper editor. <laughs> and Rangiku's <laughs> article is late. Uh, but don't worry, she shows up with just, like, a manila envelope full of pictures of Hitsugaya, like, hanging out and sleeping. <laughs> and she tells him, oh yeah, just turn the issue into a special expose on the captain, and that's gonna, like, double your sales. He responds, it's way too late in the process for them to do a change that big on- in the layout. Oh, don't worry about it. I already contacted your printers. <laughs> Rangiku's a fucking I love menace. This bit. It's so fucking funny. I th- this was like the best bit we've had in weeks. Like really fucking good. It was really good. Just, she's such a menace. Shuhei's like I- I'm. I'm going to be up all night. Goddamn. It's really good. I I love Rangiku. I love editor Shuhei. It's mm, chef's kiss. Uh, There are no manga differences for this episode, as we basically already went over, because it just doesn't fucking exist in the manga. Um, Correct. Unless there's something there. No? No, that's it. (laughs) Okay. So, unfortunate. Uh, Are we... Are we doing, like, a smaller filler arc for the end of this season again? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I Like, we have four episodes left in this season. I don't know okay. if one... It is, a, it is possible that all of them are related to... to uh, Are, like, related to this, but I feel like what's more likely to happen, and I don't want to look it up because I don't want to know, I feel like what's likely to happen is we're going to get one maybe two episodes of, like, this Ashido business, and then we're gonna get two episodes that kind of set up, okay, the next arc is them showing up at Las Noches. Did did he already say his name, or did you just drop that? No, he said it. He introduced himself as Ashido. Okay, I, I missed that part when I was skimming through. I just wasn't sure. Um... But yeah, no, that sounds likely to me. I I did look it up, but I'm not going to tell you because I was curious and like I don't care about this filler. Uh that like super much like maybe it'll maybe it'll come around for me, like maybe it'll get better, but we'll we'll see. Um 
but I did look it up. Um, uh, oh God, I, I like I am looking at into what we are coming to, and like I'm simultaneously excited and distraught. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Shield yourself from future knowledge, and then you cannot despair. I I guess this is true. I guess this is true. Uh, that'll about do it for our show, though. Uh, we've got a couple more weeks coming till the finale, so get those questions in to iwobleachcast at gmail.com. Uh, just do what you want them. We don't get any, not a big deal. Like, it happens. We, we've been with the show long enough. We're pretty used to, you know, how this goes down. But, you know, it's always nice to hear from y'all. Um, aside from that, like, you can find me on Twitter at lavender underscore pause. You can find the show on Twitter at Bleachcast. I, I did that backwards, but you know, that's okay. And you can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ. As always, I hope you have a great week. I hope you had a good time listening to this episode where we're not like both bored out of our minds uh, after an hour of talking about completely other things. We, we, we talked for like 40 minutes about other things this time, but we, we got into it and I think we had a good time. But yeah, no, stay cool, Chads. Yeah, the tip. The tip is poking me. Uh, I'm mad at you for this one. <laughs> God damn it.
しみ」